Hello, this is Christy Kendall with the Align Yourself to Success podcast. Our passion and purpose is to empower entrepreneurs to extraordinary profit through highest level transformation. When you begin with your mind and alignment, you are limitless and you are powerful. Today, we have Action MF Jackson with us today, the motherfucking monk. <laughs> so welcome. I love doing this with you. We did this a long time ago, so I'm excited to do this. Definitely, definitely. It's good to be here. Thank you for having me here. You know, yes. hey everybody, what's happening, what's happening? <laughs> so what have you got for us today? <laughs> okay, uh, well, uh, let's see. We talk about alignment. So let's talk about what alignment means, you know. Yeah. Aligning to success first starts with aligning to what I like to call as what's trill, you know, what's true and what's real. And the most real thing that there is, is spirit. So in order to attain that material success or success in any capacity that you're looking for, you want to find the alignment with spirit from within, you know, and not mm -hmm. try to find it from the success itself. Because I think a lot of people try to find alignment in success because they see having things as something that'll make them feel better. Yeah, But it really just kind of sends you on this path of continuously, I have to get more things to feel better again, to get things to feel better, to get things to feel better. But when you find alignment before you go out there and try to get things, it's like you already feel good. So you're just going in, doing what you would do, doing what you would yeah. do when you already felt good. You're taking action from an aligned place. So everything is in flow with how things are supposed to go with nature. Yeah. And, you know, when I created Align Yourself to Success, it was because all the rules, all the systems and strategies and processes that you have to follow and, and all these people telling me you have to do it this way or that way. And I would get so confused. It, it's like, I would get so in my head, certain things didn't feel right. I had higher values than I could portray in some of these processes. And I had to step back and say, who am I? What am I doing? Why am I doing it? And I'm a rule breaker. <laughs> You're yeah. a rule breaker. And that's really where that came from. I, I wanted to transcend to a higher place, break the rules, yet it had to work. And so that's, that's what align yourself to success is about is your alignment comes first and then the success comes. So you're aligning your energy, your vibration, your clarity, your mindset, and then success comes. Yeah. Uh, touching on something that you say, um, things have to work. The whole reason why we feel like things aren't working is because we're comparing our results to somebody else. Like for example, you might have somebody you see on online who does this one dance on TikTok and they get millions of people seeing it and you do it and you don't get the same thing. You think, well, that didn't work. Well, it's not that that didn't work. It just didn't work how you thought it was going to based off what you saw that other person doing. Right. You know, and that might not be even be your real energy. You just doing that because it looked like it worked for somebody else. You know, you might right. not and like it. Probably dance. wasn't your real energy because you're trying to be something else. Exactly. And that's what we have a lot of right now. People comparing themselves like that. So when they don't get the results they thought they were supposed to get, oh, it's, I failed or oh, I'm taking a loss. But you're not really failing. If anything, you're learning. You're moving forward and doing things that you didn't just because you didn't get that same result doesn't mean things didn't work out for you in another way. Mm -hmm. So it comes down to perspective, you know, alignment is a lot of perspective. When you look at things like that, instead of beating yourself up and attacking yourself or saying that you failed, you, you constantly moving forward, not just in mind, but in your speech, you know, I learned something so now I can build off of that. I learned something so I can build off of that. You just remove failure completely. You know, I'd even say remove success completely. If you got success, then there's a fear of failure. So you just do the things that you say you're going to do without thinking about, oh, this if how it goes, just do it, you know, detach from outcomes. Mm -hmm. yeah, that's hard yeah, for You know, there is, in order to be an expert, they, there's studies done on what it requires to be an expert. And they've studied musicians, these little kids that they introduced to music, and then they watched them over long periods of time. And it was the kids that stuck with it long-term that ended up being the masters and but they all started out at the same level it was the the consistency 
and the, uh, the willingness to error or to, you know, just sit with themselves as they're not perfect and continue growing. And so what I'm trying to say is the errors and those hiccups and whatever you want to call them is part of that process. You are supposed to be imperfect Mm -hmm. because your imperfection creates the master. Exactly. And it all comes down to how you perceive that. Some people are so scared to look a certain way. They're scared to just get out there and be imperfect. But that right there is like, why are you so worried about their perception? It's all about you. Just focus on you. They're going to do what they're doing. But what they're doing is not going to affect you unless you allow it to stop what you're doing or slow your roll. Mm-hmm. You know? But you don't have to do that. You know? What the fuck? <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah, there's a, a concept I teach and it's the seven elements of alignment. And one of those is excellence. And I talk about how to just clear perfectionism out of your vocabulary, out of your mind. It's, perfection does exist but not with humans, <laughs> you know, like nope. we need, we need perfection when it comes to the plane flying, it has to be functioning perfect. Um, but as a human being, there's excellence, but there's not, not perfection. And in order to be excellent, you have to go through all the flaws and errors and mistakes mm-hmm. to get there. And, and excellence is achieving your best with what you have and where you're at. Yeah, yeah. that kind of fits into what what you're saying. And even deep and deep to take that to another level, excellence is what it is to be human. Spirit is the perfection, you know, the untouchable, the infinite that is. Now, as a human, just because we're here, we hold ourselves to a standard of excellence and because we see ourselves as, as human, we're identifying so much with the physical, with the ego, instead of identifying with the formless, which is the spirit. You know that's who you truly are. So it makes more sense to just be that. Yes, we are in this physical realm right now, but that doesn't change where you truly come from. That doesn't change who you truly are. So yes, excellence is a thing, but for a lot of people, that pursuit of excellence is what really deteriorates them. It's stressful. They're frustrated and shit. It's, they're pursuing excellence because excellence is how they want to be perceived by everybody else. So it's not their goal to to do all these things, but they want to be seen as excellent, Mm -hmm. you know? Because I can see myself as excellent and not deal with anybody. I can just deal my own little life and have my own little accomplishments and achievements and be excellent by myself. And then there's no competition. There's no fighting people. There's no stressing over anything. I'm just doing the things that I say I want to do. And I'm getting my little confidence from building my little things and improving on my mastery of whatever it is I'm working on. So I'll be excellent. But then there's the the difference in excellent for me and what's good for my spirit or excellent for everybody else and potentially potentially, disregarding spirit to be excellent for people, for the ego, you know? Right. Yeah. And I can, one of them is going to bring peace and harmony mm-hmm. and the other is going to bring a lot of other things that may oh, not yeah, feel so great. Mm-hmm. And, and it all comes down to perception once again, because it's all how you look at how you perceive excellence. If mm-hmm. excellence is feeling your greatest, feeling your best, doing, feeling good in your own body and having a happy life, you know, that kind of thing, that's excellence to you. That's your success. That's how you perceive excellence. So living that way, regardless of what everybody else is doing, is going to be a win for you. If you perceive it the other way, where external validation is how you gauge your success and your excellence, it's going to be a rough fucking time because people don't really, people, no, people are flawed in a way that we can't be that constant pillar of strength for each other. You know, not because we don't have the strength, but because we have our own lives. We have our own place. We want to place our attention. It's not our job to be that for each other. We can help each other here and there, but long-term sustainably, no. No. That's why coaching is a big thing, you know? Well, yeah. And it is in our desire to help people, like the human desire. And that is the key theme. I do a lot of interviews and the key theme is I want to help other people with this thing that I overcame. So it is in our spirit. It is in our DNA and our, our 
every part of our energy field to help other people. Yeah. But when it comes to detriment of ourselves, we have a problem. Because right. and that's when it becomes more I'm focusing on other people instead of focusing on what's going on with me. I see that as a as a as like an addiction. Help, 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 help. But then I'm all suffering and shit when I'm by myself. Why are you not looking at yourself? Why are you putting so much attention outside? You're not supposed to do that. Even believing I need to help, I need to help. We talked about this yesterday. That shows that you don't trust the natural flow of things. Yes, help. But it's not your job to help people like that. Do what you can, but don't destroy yourself. Right. Yeah, I can see what you're saying because the pursuit of helping without boundaries would be that feel good brain chemical release that happens when we do something for somebody else mm -hmm. in avoidance of looking at ourselves. Mm -hmm. So that's also, oh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. And also, you perceive the other person as unable. That's not looking at somebody as spirit, that's looking at them in their small ego. You have to look at people as their spiritual selves. You can't look at somebody like, oh, look at this poor motherfucker. I'm gonna go help them because I feel bad for them. That's not helping them. Yeah. Holding them in their highest is helping them. Mm -hmm. Helping them because you feel good about helping them, not because you feel bad for them. That's what helping somebody truly is. When you right. feel that, because otherwise you helping from this negative energy. Fear begets fear. It's, it, and it might look like it's helping right now, but it's not the right exchange. Yeah. You know, what you're saying is very powerful. When people are looking at their businesses and looking at their clients and, and what's an ideal client, how am I going to go about this? You know, putting your business together and really getting that clarity. That is something you could really sit with for a minute. Am I helping them because I see this incredible high vibrational possibility of this person? Or do I feel bad and I want to help them because I still feel bad inside of myself yeah there's layers to that because it's that it's am i helping them because i'm really i really just want to get paid for it you know yeah and there's nothing wrong with getting paid for what you do but you want to enjoy the experiences that come with that you don't want to have to work with fearful people you want to work with people who are excited to grow with you and that kind of thing and eager to learn that's a whole different energy than the motherfucker who was like, go, oh, man, help me, please. Oh, my God. You know, and if you can't manage your emotions, a lot of leaders can't. From what I'm seeing, they'll they'll suck you up. Well, they'll get you sucked into their world, into their bullshit energy. And it's your own fault because you wouldn't you don't have the boundaries to be like, I'm not fucking with this person. You know, it's, it's really powerful to be like, you know what? I don't think I, we should work together. It's even more powerful when they, that person has already paid you and you've got to give the money back. And like, you know what? I'm not doing this. But it really says a lot about how you care for yourself. Yeah. So I have always loved your energy and your passion. How did you get, what is your story? How did you get to this place of this mindset, this alignment, this enlightenment? What's your story? I, well, recently, the biggest thing that I've been grateful for was my upbringing, you know, because I spent a lot of time at home and I've even done a podcast episode with my dad and it started with him and his confidence. And I call it ego confidence because he's not he wasn't a really spiritual person, but he was a dominant athlete and a high level competitor. So through his sports accomplishments, he gained more confidence in himself. I mean, he's even got a story about when he pretty much walked over to my mom when she's on this date with her and her friend like a double date he goes over and starts talking to her and look they married 40 years later and she so he's really a a a, a powerfully uh ego powerful person i'll say I, there were better words to say but i'll say that for right now but my spiritual confidence was built on his individuality and his confidence in himself because that enabled me to go in a different direction than what people usually go you know the direction people usually go in you know mm -hmm. if I hadn't if I had lived a, a average life a regular life go to school go to work did it, did it, did it I wouldn't have the time to go out and have these adventures to meet the monks and the shamans and that kind of shit you know so I've had a really out of the box educational experience when it comes to life and part of that experience like I said was meeting the monk this monk at this this uh <laughs> 
business retreat. And that this has come from this months of focusing on myself and self-improvement. And I can look back now and say that really, it really wasn't a long time between when I really started self-improvement and when things really started getting wild, you know, just six, seven months, maybe nine months. But I met this monk at this retreat and I asked him like, what can I take from this whole experience? And he was like, happiness. So from that point on, I just made it a thing to really just kind of consciously teach people to be, to feel good, to be happy, you know? And I was already doing it through my comedic fitness videos and shit like that. And it took, it still took me a few years before I became the motherfucking monk. And as I started to become that, I started to understand that, I saw that happiness was more than just being happy. Happiness was alignment. You know, I started getting more into spirituality. And when you're happy, when you are that positive energy, you're embodying that infinite spirit while you're in your body. So that's why happiness is so important. Then you're in the flow of everything. You know, you're with the Tao. Nature is moving with you. You're moving with nature. Instead of trying to go this way and go that way and fight what's happening, you relax and know that everything is coming to fruition as it should. You know, and that's where your joy is at. You relax and you're happy. Everything is moving. You're not stressing over things that ex- you're not stressing over external shit. And even your body counts as external shit because it's physical. You are energy. You know? Then you learn that everything in, in existence is susceptible to that energy. So it makes even more sense to manage your emotions and maintain that happiness. So it became kind of understanding emotions and connecting that to the spiritual journey. So that's pretty much what it is now. So you said your dad was ego confident and it came from a lot of success as an athlete. Mm -hmm. I, my boyfriend, it sounds like him to a T. Um, How did you become spiritual from an ego confident father? Him moving the way he moved in the world gave me confidence to be myself. Even I've even said to, uh, to him, like, I'm not doing that. Just kind of denied what him and my mom are telling me and have been for years. And ever since I was a child from seeing him be so strong in what he does. And spirit, a lot of times spirit is going to have you do things that are not going with the flow of the masses. You have to be strong enough and confident in yourself and even more so have faith in spirit when you're moving away from what everybody else is doing. Because you don't know what's happening over here. People are all masked up going down a path because they know where it leads. Once you get out of the societal norms and shit, out of the box, you don't know what it is. You don't have routines like that. You're not trapped in a fucking rat race. You don't have to be here at this here at this certain time or this place and that, 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 that. Now there's pros and cons of that. One is you don't have the money unless you set something up, you know, which is when it comes to the entrepreneurship. But even that following that path takes confidence. It takes strength of mind. And that's, that's pretty much where my self-improvement journey began, like trying to market myself and not having money all the time, trying to build something is it's stressful. So I immediately was like, I wasn't going to just cry about the shit. I made myself stronger. And I got that from my dad. You move forward. You keep on going. What the fuck? You don't fucking lay down. And you don't follow nobody either. You lead, follow, get the fuck out the way. So I was always about leading my own fucking way. Going my own way. You know? So him, he was, like I said, he wasn't really spiritual. But the way he was raised and the person he was, it showed me what it is to be an individual. You know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And you're, since we're talking about ego, you, prior to this call, you had shared with me some, some insight to ego. You want to share that with us now? A lot of people think of ego and they think of negative. So ego confident, we think of that, that egotistical man who's a little bit, you know, narcissistic or, you know, that's anybody though. Look, you can look at your favorite celebrities. This Let's use Beyonce. That's ego confidence, you know, Mm -hmm. but beyond that, I don't know if she's spiritual or not, but a lot of people have the ego confidence, but they don't have the spiritual confidence. They have a a faith in themselves, you know, but they don't have a faith in that higher power, even though it's always there, you know, but it leads to that because eventually you say like, damn, I'm really, really, I'm not sure. People just have this experience where they start to realize there's more to this than me. If you're going in that direction, a lot of people don't because they're on that same old path. But if you don't, if you take off that path, you start to learn like there's something else to this, you know. But before that, if you can just be like, you know what, 
I know I can do this shit. If I'm stepping out the door, I know who I am. It's going to be work the same way because your beliefs affect your life. If I believe I'm the shit and I'm really confident in that, it's not some fucking insecure shit, then my life is going to show me that. Mm -hmm. um, As far as the ego, it's a tool. And and if you want to personify it more, think of it as a child who needs to be raised. You know, your ego has to evolve to the level of spirit. And of course, when you die, your ego is like pretty much gone and you are spirit. But you can embody that now just by choosing the right thoughts in the moment. A lot of people, they are justified and trying to be mean or angry or frustrated or upset. And they usually are. You have every right to be upset about something, but it's not helping you. It's not the higher perspective. It never is. Because when somebody's moved from the higher perspective, they understand things go, things change, things are happening, and things are always moving. Things are always changing. There's no permanence in what is. So it can always get better. Unless you get stuck on it being worse, then it's probably going to get worse. But it's always trying to get better. That's why people's lives are so up and down. That's why you're never just constantly going down. And if you are, you're just looking at what's happening that sucks in your fucking life. Because there's always some good happening. You know, that's why people right. are up and down. And the more you well, and the addiction, up, the addiction yeah. to the up and down, people get addicted to yeah. those, those highs think and lows. They think that's how it's supposed to be. Wouldn't you think it, you want it, you want the highs? You really want the highs because that's where your energy is calling you. It's calling you up. You get in the way when you don't manage your emotions. When you let somebody else manage your emotions, you know. But the energy is always calling you up in any situation. You can look for the highest perspective. Let's say you're going up. You're feeling good. You're feeling blah, blah, blah. You're feeling having a good day. You hit a spot, some frustration right here. Right then and there, you can either let that frustration get to you, or you can remember that you are spirit beyond all ego. And you can say, you know what? I know who the fuck I am. I'm going to get through this, whatever it is. Spirit got all the answers for me. You keep going up. So you can go up, 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 spot, and then keep going up. Most people go up, down, up, down. Oh, shit, I'm way down here. They get a little bit. I hit rock bottom, boom. They have a dark night of the soul every five seconds. You know? <laughs> and I'm like, after the first few, I started understanding like, okay, I'm getting this now. I don't need to have these massive emotional tragedies for me to learn and come back. So it kind of shortened the, the, the rebound time. But most people don't do that. Because they just let themselves be soft. They let themselves be weak to other people's energy. But you don't have to. Most mm-hmm. people do. Because vic- being a victim grants attention. It gives you sympathy and shit, you know. And really, just it takes effort. You have to work at this shit. You have to work to change your mind. And work, a lot of people don't like to do that shit. <laughs> so changing your perspective, changing your mind, what would you say to somebody just starting out, or even actually thinking about that deeper, somebody who is at a higher level and yet they still have some of these struggles. If you're at a higher level, you have to start identifying with the formless rather than the formed. You're still seeing yourself as your ego instead of seeing yourself as spirit. Because you be spirit first and you think of this as secondary, that changes everything. That's the number one thing. And I could say it there all day, every day, but you have to practice it over and over and over again. You have to train yourself to go there because as long as people have been alive, they haven't been training themselves to look for the highest perspective. They're training themselves to look for problems, try to figure out problems. They've been telling themselves to blame other people for how they feel and shit instead of taking, taking uh, accountability for their own emotions. So it takes time. This is definitely a reprogramming. You're watching yeah. your own brain now. I read a book a long, quite a while ago that was really, it gave me a whole different perspective of my body and my weight, weight, weight gain, weight loss, all of that has been eating disorders has been like a massive lifelong battle. And I read this book on that, the, the need to overeat or that unconscious overeating is ego. And it kind of blew my mind. Like, wow. And, and it's always stuck with me and rang as so much truth. What it's, do you think like smoke, it's like smoking a cigarette or smoking some weed or having sex. It's a material thing that makes you feel 
better. Mm-hmm. You know, that's looking outside of yourself to find something to make you feel better instead of going within and knowing who you are, which is spirit. Mm-hmm. You're trying to appease the ego to make it feel better for a second instead of changing your thinking and getting closer to spirit. So you're like, you know what? I don't need this to feel good. I just have to change my perspective of things. And they just, and like you say, it's an addiction. So it gets deeper and deeper and deeper until you get to that point like, whoa, and it's out of control. But that's anything that you reach for outside of yourself. It could be your, your best friends, your, your lovers, anything that you seek outside of yourself to make you happy, it can be something like that. It can be detrimental to you. And, as, and like you said, overeating, it gets to that point. Because the body can only take so much food in before it starts to store the shit. Mm-hmm. You know? And a lot of those things that we call vices, they're okay in moderation. Like you can eat a hamburger and shit. You can eat some cookies here and there, but you can't stuff your face. You can have a drink here and there, but you can't drink every fucking day. You can't smoke yourself into a coma. No, you have to learn how to find inner peace. And then it, that changes your relationship with everything. I did a five-day fast, no food, no water. And I spent as much time alone in darkness as possible. And of course, the body has to go through a shift, you know, with all those different hormones and chemicals and stuff. But by the fourth day, I felt so good. I felt just so much energy. And I really seen how my relationship with everything around me really didn't mean as much as I've been taught to, to as it didn't have as much weight as I've been taught to put on it. Because I saw that anything I needed, I could find within myself. And I only want to feel good. Everybody wants to feel good. Everything we do, we do to feel good. People go make money because they want freedom because freedom feels good. Everything we do is to feel good. But you can do that without getting up out your chair. Of course, I would recommend move around because if you're just sitting still, you're going to turn to jello. But you can find it in your mind to feel good. You don't have to chase all this shit around you. You can find it right here. Yeah, because the best feel good is when we are connected, we're tapped into spirit, we're yes. living that life of inner peace. That's when it, everything feels good. And everything falls into place when you're there too. Everything is flowing as it should because you're aligned. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I always say anytime something doesn't feel good, as in the type of feel good that makes us want to eat or makes us want to drink or whatever it might be when it's that kind of not feeling good, increase your spirituality. I've always said that. And it's like a whole nother perspective on it. Um, but if, <laughs> right, if you were to give somebody tips on changing that perspective, what would you say would be some, what helped you change your perspective? Well, I started off with a good belief. So it's all, it all starts with your beliefs of who you believe you are. I had a good role model. I saw my dad and he was a good role model. He was always saying things like, you are me and I am you, you know? He, if there was anybody who always say, I love you before they get off the phone, it's that guy, you know? So he showed me how to be, and most importantly, how to believe in myself, mm-hmm. you know? When I was, even like I said, even beyond the spirituality. So you have to learn to believe in yourself. You need to learn to look at your strengths. This, this is where the... Uh, really building a good ego comes in. Look at the strengths of your person, your personality. Some people have higher energy and more outgoing. Some people like chilling back and they're more behind the scenes. Whichever ones feel best with you, whichever ones resonate the most with you, play on those, you know, in all situations. And most importantly, regardless of you playing on your strengths and your strengths, always believe yourself to be a great person. Always believe yourself to be in in a higher energy. And that's not to say you're perfect. We can all improve on ourselves. But if you love yourself, you always see yourself as worthy. You know? mm-hmm. When you go out places, assume that you're meant to be there and you're going to have a good time. Most people assume that it's going to suck. They assume, oh, I want to be here. Oh, I hate this place. Oh, 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 oh. But that's just setting your intention for bullshit when you get there. You want to bring out the best of your energy before you even get there. So you meet up with the best of the energy there, you know? So for me, I might put my headphones on, listen to a song that makes me feel good, wipe me down. That's my shit. 
You know, listen to him talk about, oh, I'm at the club, I'm the best one here. The girls is looking, the guys looking, everybody sees me as the motherfucking man. And when I do that, especially when before I go in there, it happens. I've had people tell me, you're the man, just random people, you know? And like, when you put off that energy, you can really see it coming back. But you have to be consistent to really get your return on your investment, you know? And like, Yeah, exactly what you're saying. It's so, so on point with the... When you say a word, so I have a word that I choose at the beginning of every year. And it's a word that I pick because it's something I want to, you know, strive for or work on within myself. And it's always a word like calm or peace or abundance, something like that. And the first year I ever did it, I picked calm. And within a month or two, I had people say, You're so calm. You're so calm. And it's such a truth. <laughs> That's another thing. When you think about yourself as something else, imagine other people telling you that. Because what you believe is what's true. So once you start to see that, it's like, wow, you look great. What have you been doing? That is energy. That's you putting energy into a reality that you want to see. Your imagination is the present energy our physicality is past energy. This has already come to fruition. This entire moment is done. So it's, 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 in the, it's in the past. This is the energy from before manifesting itself physically. Your imagination and how you're feeling is the present. Okay, the energy, energetic present. And it's creating the physical future. So your imagination and your feeling is your presence and it is creating your physicality because that is the future. That's your past. Yeah. Oh no, yes. do I have that right? See, it's that's why I slow down trying to say it because it's like, what if you move too but fast? But what I just said was true also based on what you said. Yeah. Because, <laughs> yeah. right, this is just a deep kind of twisty belief. Yeah, it, is, it is. Okay, but so I'm gonna say it again. But it's on so point. Your body is your unconscious mind. What is is the past. So even this message right now, as we're having this conversation, is it's done. We made it yesterday. We can think of it like that. We created this conversation with our energy yesterday. Right. Okay. So back to right now, the energy we feel right now, and even your imagination, if your feelings are coming from your imagination is what's going on right now. It's the energetic present. Now, remember, we are spirit before humans. So the energetic present is the true present. Okay. And our energetic present will create our physical future. Right. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, it makes sense. You know, the body is show when the body shows up with illness or pain or that comes from what's already happened exactly exactly yeah. and another way i like to put it as like tomorrow is darkness i like to say that because it's it's, it's it's disorganized energy right now we're organizing that chaotic energy with our present energy we're setting intentions for how we want the next day to go and the next day to go and even when you aren't really focused on setting your intention, your feelings are still creating that. Once again, that's why people have up and down roller coaster lives because the feelings of yesterday are bringing about bullshit today, you know? So you have to really prepare ahead of time for everything by feeling good in this moment right now. So the goodness repeats, All right, you know? And of course there's no perfection. You're never just gonna think good thoughts. And there's gonna be some things that are harder to, to navigate than other things, but it can, you can navigate all of it though. Mm -hmm. You just have to know how to think. Well, and it goes also back to what you said earlier about strengthening your ego and strengthening your mind. Mm -hmm. The strength of character comes from that perseverance and that it's a practice. Yeah, it's a practice. A spiritual practice. It's a practice. It's not like we said yesterday. It's not, I went to a retreat. I've been feeling good for two weeks and now I'm feeling like shit again. You have to do this every day. This is why people who are coaches in any capacity, they if, they, if they're charging a high rate, they deserve that. People's entire lives 
are have just been bullshit because they can't focus on what really needs to be focused on. If you're focusing on your finances all the time, there's a good chance you're not going to be focused on your spiritual wellness because you always have to be focused on going and getting the money and paying the bills and stuff like that. Now, if you had a coach who was there to keep you on track, then you could be vibrating higher while you're doing these things, you know? So or even with physicality, with a, like a personal trainer or something like that, they have knowledge that you didn't get, but is so important for you and your longevity, you know? So mental health and physical health, spiritual health, that kind of shit is massively important. People haven't caught on with that yet, you know? Mm -hmm. but they will. And at that point, hopefully they'll have stacked up a lot of money from that job they've gone so they can pay the people who have been doing this all this time and are demanding a higher rate because your time is priceless. And if you're spending time doing this kind of thing, you should demand some money for it because money, money is always coming and going, but you can never get your time back. You can never mm -hmm. get back. So you, you, what you said was really profound in that if you're focused on the money, there's not enough energy to focus on the spirituality. So to those people that are starting a business and, and the profiting, getting to a place of profiting in their business is a real thing or, or reaching the next level in profit, that is a desire and a, and a goal. So there's a focus there. So yeah. what would your advice be for those people so that they can continue focusing on their spirituality as they grow in their business profits? Remember, spirituality is just trust. It's trust. So in that, in that way, you move forward and you trust. You don't let the external vision cloud what's going on with your imagination. Sales might be low as fuck. It might be tough right now, but you have to change your perspective to the spiritual perspective. Spirit always has solutions. It's always trying to bless you with what you need. But if your energy is not up there, if you're not aligned, you're not going to hear those answers. You go, it's going to be slow to receive because your energy is going up and down instead of going, just going up. You might have an answer right under your fucking nose right now, but you're not aligned with answers, so you're not going to see it. It's crazy how it works. You can just have a thought one day to change everything, and this you talk to somebody or something, and this person's been right there the whole time, but you didn't know because your energy wasn't linking with theirs. Yeah, and the trust is such a powerful thing. I have a course called Money Magic because that's exactly what it is if you can tap into that trust, and I notice a lot of people get focused on learning something new or yeah. implementing yeah. something new and it pulls them out of that spiritual place. And the second, the, the practice that I've experienced is learn something new, but then go back into who am I? What do I feel back into your spirit self? Exactly. Exactly. And that will end up working itself out. Mm -hmm. That's but yeah, what you just said gave a lot of perspective to that because you are dealing with left brain, right brain, masculine, feminine within your business, within yourself, bouncing back and forth from the two. It, it can get you up in your head. It can mess with your energy. It, it can, it can. So you just move forward, like do the ideas that you get. Don't attach outcomes to the ideas. Just know mm -hmm. as long as you're moving in that right direction and you feel good moving, things are going to happen for you. Mm -hmm. So don't get so caught up on what is. Stay focused on your goal and how it's making you feel. That's how you link yourself energetically to your goal. You know when you accomplish something, it's going to feel good. Energetically speaking, if you feel good now, there's no fucking difference. It's all feeling good. So feel good now. That'll draw you to your goal. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing, this energy and mindset work. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, yeah. And it's, it's simple. It just takes time and consistency. You know, you have to stay focused. Yeah. It's really a focus exercise. And the people who aren't focusing, like if your thoughts are all over the place, this is why people freak out around retrograde. You haven't been maintaining your shit up to this point. And really, you're always living like this. Your energy's always coming back around for you. It's no different. It's really, it's really always like this. I'm like, what are we so, what are you so scared of? As long as you've been managing your shit. There's nothing to be afraid of. Now, if you, your energy been all fucked up, well, you're going to have to talk to that again. <laughs> That's always happening. You always have to deal with your energy coming back to you. So it's like, yeah, well, there's universal laws of polarity. So if there's happiness, you're going to experience sadness. If there's light, there's going to be dark. Yeah. You're and never going to see that. That right there, that right there, the duality, 
duality. That's what really throws us all off. There's nobody just being. I'm happy. I'm sad. I'm being. I just am. I'm just am right now. We have to put a label on everything. So that creates all these, instead of us just letting things like, you know what? I feel kind of weird right now, but I'm just gonna let it go. We've got to know why we feel like that. What's going on? Oh, that's that's anxiety. Oh man, I have it all the time. Now somebody's saying, I'm anxious. I'm anxious. I'm anxious. When you put a label to something, you give it life. You're speaking existence into it. So now that just odd feeling that you had every once in a while, now you have a name for it and you identify yourself as it. You feel it a lot more. Mm-hmm. Now yeah. before you even knew it was anxiety, you was, you, was, you was fine. You just felt kind of weird sometimes. She was like, you know what? I don't know. Let it pass. Yeah. And now we have all these other people's energies and lives to look at. So people are seeing somebody else have a bad experience and now they feel bad from that person's bad experience. And now they're calling in a bad experience for themselves. <laughs> and that's right. where people are flawed with their empathy. You know, once again, a stronger ego, you know, and spirit will know that's not my energy, one, I don't have to accept it, and two, that person, while they're going through something tough right now, I trust that they're going to find spirit and they're going to come up out of that. It's seeing people as the highest self instead of relating to their energy so you feel a pain and shit. And you will feel that, but you always have to go up and choose higher every time, every time. Yeah. Yeah. You know, when, when you were talking, what I kind of heard from that, you know, what's creating the anxiety, what's, is that need to control and getting to ground zero. That's what I call it. Ground zero neutral to where it just is. There's no good or bad, right or wrong. It just is. That does take a lot of practice. (laughs) Yeah. But it's a beautiful place to be if you can get there. Yes. Yes. And the thing is, just is is really that energy that's behind everything. You know, we've given it the name positive energy, but it's really just, it's probably just like a satisfied energy just flowing in these upper energies that like we call them the happiness and joy and those words and stuff like that. And when you're not in that, it's not that there's a negative, a negative flow. It's just that you're blocked from the positive flow with your own thoughts, with your own personal energy, you know? But really, you could be flown in that good energy all the time or that that higher vibe energy, I'll call it, that satisfying, that just I am just being energy. Mm-hmm. You know? Satisfied. Yeah. You said the word satisfied. That's yeah, a, satisfied. That's a good one. Because you, you can't always be bouncing off the walls and shit, you know. You know, some people just that's just not them. But you can mm-hmm. always be like, you know what? This is good. Life's good. Chill. Yeah. Satisfied. How many people can say I'm satisfied? Shit. Nobody. (laughs) Really? Once you get to a certain point, it's like it becomes you have to run and get it and run and get it and run and get it. And even what you were saying earlier, people learn a new skill and then do this and learn a new skill and do that. It's like people going to college again and again and again and again and again just to learn new skill. Pretty much put them back in the loop that they've been in the whole time. Mm -hmm. You know? So a lot of people, they'll never, they're they're not satisfied. That's what the rat race is. You got to keep running. And eventually they get stuck in there. So if you stop running, your house of cards is going to fall down. And it's a house of cards because it wasn't built on a strong spiritual foundation. It was built on your ego, seeing everybody go this path and following that path like a robot instead of doing what was really calling to your spirit. So you have to keep running or all that shit going to fall down. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I had a lot of thoughts when you were saying that. I I have a course that helps you grow your email list and profit from it. Um, and my, you know, attaching satisfied to that. So we, we want to grow. We got to put energy into something. But staying at neutral, staying at ground zero, staying in spiritual spirituality, it's kind of, I mean, it is a practice, but if you feel that, it can kind of just keep you in your body instead of being in your mind. So you can implement the new strategy. You can implement the system or the foundation of things that we need in a, in a physical world, mm-hmm. but doing it from your body 
because you had mentioned that earlier. So it had my brain wrapping around a lot of different things when you said that, that yeah. satisfied. Yeah, yeah. It, it comes and, down to the perspective once again. Like I can, and, and of course what you're doing, hell, it helps to do something that you enjoy doing, but you can do mm -hmm. things you don't want to do just by changing your perspective. Um, yeah. You were talking about Bill doing the email. How do you feel about that? Do you think it's okay? Or is the, is the negative thought arriving from you sending your people emails? Right. So that's where I was going with it when I said I lost my thought was a lot of people put these beliefs. They, a lot of energy healers and, and trained in methods or modalities people have learned to look at themselves. So why am I doing this? Why did I cause this? What's my belief? How can I fix me? How can I change me? I need to shift my energy. I need to manifest. I hear Thinking this all the time, Thinking right? Too Thinking too I haven't hard. gotten any clients because I have a belief. And I, I've said repeatedly, there's no more beliefs to change. <laughs> there's no more inner work to do. Thank you. There's oh nothing. <laughs> this, nothing. This is important. A system or strategy. It's, you can be. Yes. Yes. Yes to all that. Because you know how I feel about <laughs> automating shit. You just need to have to have something in place for you to kind of generate eyes. Really. Yes. Traffic. You yeah. need traffic. That's pretty much it. You just need traffic and a way to, to, to consistently get the leads and shit. Well, you can do your thing, but having somebody else do that part, it helps a lot. But once again, it's just doing the things. There's so much yeah. of it is this. That's just move forward and trust. Do, yeah. the, do something, just do something. If you feel like it's going to help, do it. You know, and like you said, a lot of people get stuck on, oh, I got to change this inner, change that inner. I had a point where I was reading this huge book and I had it, I was like, I'm going to read this whole book because I was just amazed. It was expanding my mind to crazy lengths. The Power of the Subconscious Mind by Joseph Murphy, like all his fucking books in one. And I hit a point where I noticed information because you read it over and over again. It like repeats the same thing over and over again in different ways. It's very consistent. I'm like, I know this information. There's no, read, no, more, there's no more reading to be done. I got to go apply. I got to go do things that help me to put this information into motion. You know? yes. And that's what looking at different ways to grow your business is. If you think of, oh, I want to do this because it'll make me happy. I want to grow this business because it'll make me happy and put money in my pocket. Then you start to have ideas of what to do for the business. That's spirit speaking to you. It's mm -hmm. telling you the direction to go in. So just go and do whatever the fuck comes to mind. Yeah. If you want to hire people to help you, hire them motherfuckers. Do what comes to mind and don't get so attached to outcome. This is not saying just hire people who are going to fuck over your business because you love that. But always stay focused on you building a successful business, a successful brand, a thriving brand, whatever it is. That's your goal. Imagine that. Imagine people congratulating you saying, oh, man, I remember you didn't have no business. Now you got a whole big ass seven figure business. Imagine those kind of things. And remember, the imagination is the energetic present. And things can happen a lot faster than you think if you can stay focused for long enough. Yeah. So the moral of the story to bring this full circle is you need all that inner being coupled with trust, with action, and you'll get everything you want. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the thing is, once, once you start moving from the depths of your soul, it becomes non-action. You ever term Wu Wei? Ever heard of Wu Wei? Mm -mm. Like doing, not doing. It's like when an athlete is in the flow and is just moving in the sport and playing basketball, not thinking about what he's doing, just going, 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 going. That can be considered not effort because it's just happening. So well, things can, can happen you, through you. Scientifically, this is a studied thing. It's called the flow state. Yeah, it's actually yeah, a thing. Mm -hmm. And it comes from practice. Those yeah. athletes can catch a football from behind their, you know, their whole they can catch a football blindly. Really, I've seen football games where they literally go like this and catch the yeah. football and they didn't yeah. even see it. They're so in that, Yeah, they become so in touch with themselves. That's the flow state. So they're yeah. in an unconscious state of being, even though they're in action. And they the practice of it has gotten them to that place. Mm -hmm. And it's with a musician, with an athlete, with a coach, with whatever your genius is. Yes. In life, that so, is the flow state is the act of being coupled with action. That's the 
the, the ego confidence into spiritual confidence, the journey from becoming, from being a novice to a master. You're a novice, so you have to, you have to pay attention, strong attention to what you're doing. But as you go along, you learn to trust yourself and you just learn to trust overall. So you begin to trust more. And that's really what it is. It's your trust that gets you to that point where, you know, I can do these things without even paying attention. You know, I'm just trusting in my body doing what it does now. Like I'm thinking Mayweather just dies all them fucking punches. Like that's crazy. You know, you, but you, you put in so many hours, you, you gain both the ego confidence. And even if you're not thinking spiritual, your intuition is activating now because you're not thinking so hard. We don't think your intuition is going off for you because it can talk to you. Thinking is talking. Okay. Yeah, thinking, talking, thinking, thinking, talking. The other thing that I was thinking of as you were talking, the common denominator with both things that we were just talking about is other people are involved. So you have to be such in a spirit place that, that you're aware, unconsciously aware of all that energy. Because how can that football player be running down the football field with his back to the guy throwing the football? And catch it blindly without ever looking at it. Right. And 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 so much spiritual energy that he can feel that energy from yes. that other. Person. And there's another the 300 pound man trying to knock his ass out too. Right. That's like oh shit, this motherfucker could knock me on my ass. That's why. That's why my dad is so confident in himself. Because you got to deal with that shit when you're an athlete. There's somebody trying to stop you, and you have to keep your shit together the whole time. Mm-hmm. You know, so and that, that says a lot actually about spirit that can be translated into spirituality, because at all times, there are so many distractions going on in the world. That's like the guy running up on you about to try to tackle you. But you don't have to pay attention to that in this world. There's no real danger really going on like that at all times for us. Well, there are some places where it's really dangerous. We really have to focus. And you may even already have a lot of bullshit built up for you, you know, but mm-hmm. being able to focus in an area or an endeavor where somebody is really trying to knock your head off, that's that's some powerful focus. That's right, really- and if we translate these, these athletic situations that we just discussed to business, if you can get yourself to that place spiritually, energetically, in the mm-hmm. flow state in your business, you'll be able to feel those clients, yes. to see where they are, where they're coming, how to be in the energy field of that receiving. And there's nobody trying to kill you. <laughs> there's nobody trying to knock you out. Right? That's the, the fear of not having them is not the That's tiger it. trying to eat you. <laughs> exactly. But we've been taught that failure is scary and bad through the school system. You fail, you get an F, you probably go home and get your ass whooped for that. That's Don't fail, that's scary to fail. People don't do that. But it's okay because in this world, in this business world, there's not somebody trying to knock you out or destroy you and those shit like that. You're just doing things and you're not doing them because you're scared that someone's going to say, oh, I don't like this. Or someone's going to say, oh, I don't like this or whatever the fuck, you know, but fuck yeah. them. <laughs> that doesn't matter. <laughs> you show up for the people who want to see you. Sometimes somebody else gets caught up in the mix. They don't matter. Not in your world. They don't matter. They don't go away. Yeah. Not everybody's going to like you. Not everybody's going to resonate with you. Not and. And that's okay because you don't like everybody. (laughs) Exactly. That's one of the biggest lessons I learned from one of my first mentors. You don't want to attract everybody. If anything, you want to repel people. And by being your truest self, you're going to repel some people. But the people who stick around for your true, authentic you, those are going to be the truest people, the realest people for you. Yeah. Those are your, those are your people. Mm -hmm. If it doesn't feel good, it's not your people. That's That's it. Stop putting on airs and trying to impress everybody. Just be yourself. Yeah. Well, this has been fantastic. Do you want to tell people how they can um, contact you or work with you or what you've got going on? Um, I am. I've actually got a, a, what's it called? Uh, Shit. 30 day consistency joint right now. It's called a happiness challenge. And that's basically to build the consistency we've been talking about. Yeah. It's got several uh, check-ins throughout the day. Say again? It's a practice. You've got exactly. To, it's a practice. It's practice. You know? Your spiritual and, practice. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And what it is, is just setting the intentions early on the day, later on the day, and even throwing in like a quick workout just to get your body moving. You know, you keep that consistent for 30 days. And the intention of it is just 
keeping your intention high for 30 days. Mm-hmm. Of course, you might run into some hiccups throughout the day, but if you set your intention in the morning, you already know who you want to be throughout the day and you've already set your energy for the day. Mm-hmm. So well, you know, there is, there's actually science to back that. When your unconscious mind is so, so, so powerful, and it's so simple. <laughs> That's what we don't understand how simple this powerful tool is we have. And when you when you tell your unconscious mind that you're going to have a good day, what, and you can do it by asking it a question because it loves to answer questions. And so you say, how am I going to have an amazing day today? And your unconscious mind seeks that. It seeks it. It will begin to look for it repeatedly. Even if something happens that doesn't feel so great, it will repeat repeatedly look for the question you ask it but guess what questions we're usually asking oh my god why did that lady not buy from me (laughs) (laughs) i have questions for the check-in you know you answer three questions in the morning and you answer three more questions at night and there's a uh, like a channel a group to drop your questions in the questions are um how do i feel right now how do i want to feel and what actions am i going to take today to help me feel like that and then I love the that. I would day, say, what am I willing to do today to feel the way I want to feel? Yeah. And at, the, and at the end of the day, it's like, what was great about today? What can be even better? What could have been better? And how will I improve tomorrow? You know? mm-hmm. And then you kind of just marinate on that shit. Then it's like I said, it's a workout in there and I got a challenge, a channel for discussions and stuff. And <clears throat> that whole thing is a, a $10 a month subscription. But right now I'm just doing 99 for like unlimited you know. Oh, that's a great, you know, that's great. People need the support. And we had talked about that on our other call that people can go and read a great book or have a great conversation or learn something new or whatnot. But if you don't have that practice in place, that consistency, the feeding of your spirit and your mind all the time, you're more easily to forget, to lose track, lose sight. So having something like that, that is an accountability thing that is feeding your soul and your spirit and your mind in a intentional positive way is so 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 important just like a flower needs sun a plant yeah. needs sun yeah. you and need to be fed that nutrients exactly and the thing and we're all our own sons it's just some people like they just need a little pick me up every once in a while or from a reminder or like come on you gotta wake up you know? and um rem- i've even had clients that they might miss out for a couple of weeks and they'd be like damn i really missed our conversation shit been going crazy since we ain't been talking i'm like yeah i know <laughs> not to be like arrogant but I know where my energy is and I know where people's energy is dealing with all their relationships and all this and all that, you know, they don't have very good focus with it all. So just be around that. Just being around me or being around you will help just because the things we're always talking about, things we're always saying, you know, but yeah. Just having a conversation with somebody with a positive attitude is fulfilling and enriching and energetic. Massively. Just if somebody can shift your perspective, just a, once you can have just open up to so many more possibilities and that's another good way to work with your unconscious mind is how can i or what's another perspective i can have what's another perspective i or what's a positive perspective or what's a spiritual perspective i can have instead your unconscious mind will seek it yeah it'll just show up yeah mine is just like spirit has solutions Spirit knows everything. It's infinite energy flowing through everything. It is everything. So it has a solution for me. Whether I know what that is or not, whether I know where it's coming from or not, it's there. So I just relax into that knowing. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Spirit has solutions. You know, oh, yeah. Yeah. And it's an easy little thing. And it's, it's, it's something you have to practice because at first it's like you, you can't even find that energy. You've like lost and ruminating in your thoughts and shit. But then all of a sudden, oh, wait a minute. Spirit got an answer for me. But I have to know, I have to stop thinking so much, like talking in my mind so I can listen in my mind for answers. Yeah. yeah. Stop um, talking in your mind and listen. <laughs> That's a really good that. ending point. <laughs> Thank you so much. That's up pretty much. Yep. This, that. And like we were talking about with the whole, with the um, entrepreneurs and their businesses, like I was talking about yesterday, I've been working on these bots, on chat bots, automating that whole process of traffic and lead generation so 
I think that's which is so good. Yeah. That's such a good thing. It's one thing I hear so many people talk about is just wanting somebody to automate their social media or do their social media if they don't know what automation is, just somebody to do it because it's such a time consuming little thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And the things I'm learning right now, I actually have the videos here right now, just kind of taking notes and working on my own. So I'm really looking for people that I can have start a foundation of building them with. I have a lot of ideas, but I only have my business to, to really focus on. And if I want to do it for other people, I need to see what other people are working with in their business so I can just expand and know more about this shit. And I'm studying it right now. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I got on a call with you on it. So if you know anybody, you can send them my way for that shit too. <laughs> Yeah, I have some people I'll connect you with. Uh, doing these podcasts, I've met the most amazing people. Networking has been such a great thing. Meeting people that do things that you didn't even know existed, but are necessary and needed. And um, just building that community and really being open to just such different views and perspectives and ways of doing things and businesses and whatnot. So yeah, we'll do that. And I will leave in the, co- in the description your link so they can join your membership which is a great thing. Mm -hmm. And this was a great call. And I would love to hear back from anybody who's listened to it, what your takeaways and your gems were. And I appreciate you being on here. I appreciate you for having me on here. It's a lot of fun. A lot of fun. It's different with two people because mine's usually by myself. And it takes, it's a lot longer conversation with two people too. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And your, your energies are bouncing around and it's, it's oh, yeah. yeah it's yeah. it's a great thing all right well thank you very much and we'll see you on the next one cool talk to you later christy <laughs>